has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. I have with me Kayla Walters now. <laughs> it's been a long time. Yes, it has. It has. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I am very honored to be here today. Oh. <laughs> so, um, let's jump into prayer, and then we're going to talk. Most definitely. All right. You ready? Yeah. Father, today with Jesus, we thank you so much for your goodness and your mercy. God, we thank you for being our provider, our healer, our deliverer. We thank you for being God. We thank you for being a good father. Lord, we just ask that you be here with us. Let your presence just rest on us, God. Be in the midst of us as we talk, as we catch up, as we talk about fashion, as we talk about using our gifts and talents for your glory. God, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So, how are you, Kayla? I am good. <laughs> Look, I told you I'm excited, a little nervous, but I'm I'm good. I can't complain. Okay. How are you? I'm doing good. So, Kayla and I, uh, I'm not going to say grew up because we kind of was like teenagers slash trying to be grown. <laughs> Slash trying to be grown um, in church, and you always were sharp. So. Oh, thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm not surprised at um, what you're doing, which we're going to get into. But tell us about yourself, your background, where you grew up, your family values, all those type of things. Yes, definitely. So um, I was born in Milford, Delaware, uh, raised throughout Delaware and the Philadelphia areas with my mother and my brother. Um, <laughs> uh, Kevin, if you're watching, hi. <laughs> but um, yes, they are a very big part of my life and my upbringing. Um, my mother, she instilled God first always. So at this point, as I am, as I've become a grown woman, God always and God first. Um, but yeah, grew up in the Delaware and Philadelphia area. And um, went to school, bounced around. Once I graduated high school, um, I decided to do fashion design. My first choice was forensic science, but that. <laughs> so fashion design it was. And I ended up at Harcum College up here in Bryn Mawr. Okay. And then after I graduated, went to Thomas Jefferson. Uh, it was Philadelphia University at that point. But, yeah. Okay. And shout out to... Uh, Minister Evangelist Jeanette Best. Yes. Powerhouse. <laughs> um, so what inspired your love for fashion? Um, it has to be when I was nine, I learned how to sew. My first project ever, making a pillow. And then after that, I was just intrigued with learning how to make my own things. So I just picked up on it, and I would always draw outfits make names for them um and after that I started going to fashion shows with one of my mother's friends her name is Tracy um and I love Miss Tracy for introducing me to the fashion shows because it showed me a different side of things rather than just oh it's paper to pen mm -hmm. you can bring it to life if you see it in your mind so Okay. Have you ever done a fashion show with your designs? Yes, I have. I've actually done two fashion shows. Um, they were both for Harcum College, uh, my senior year fashion show, and then my freshman year fashion show. Um, and I created about three pieces for each uh, show. 
Um, and I was actually very proud of myself. Okay. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, um, yes, so that's about all that I can really say. Okay. So what does fashion mean to you? Hmm. That is a very good question. Um, fashion means a lot because... For me, fashion, it allows you to express yourself and to express not just what you're feeling in that moment, but to just play on and pick out different parts of your personality to show the world. Um, and some people, they might may not even know who you are one day, but you change your outfit instead of just wearing plain black. Like, you're wearing a nice, bright color, and they're like, oh, that's nice, oh. And you catch their eye. So sometimes... For me, fashion is about not is about expressing yourself as well as, you know, allowing other people to get that creativity from you as well. Okay. All right. So you do, and you mentioned it. Uh, you do have some formal training in the industry, right? Yes. Um, tell us. Uh, you said you went to Philadelphia University, Thomas Jefferson, and Harcum College. Um, but tell us your experience about pursuing education in fashion. Um, it. It was challenging, definitely a challenging experience, um, you know, especially being a first-generation uh, student in my family mm -hmm. to graduate from college. Um, it wasn't something that my mother was thrilled for me to do, but as I continued to pursue and I continued to push on and she seen the passion, you know, she allowed me to continue on with it. And in my education, I, I've learned and I've realized that it takes a lot because, especially in fashion, you can become so easily consumed with your own thoughts. You can be your worst hater. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you have to learn how to push that to the side and push those thoughts down to be the best person that you can be, not just for the thing, the items that you're creating for a customer or for yourself, but just all around. Okay. So tell us about K Designs, your business. <laughs> oh, my baby. So K Designs, I started in 2016, or actually, let me back up. It actually started as a class project. Um, so we had to build a business, and that was my business. After I graduated Harcum College, um, six months later, I decided, you know, I'm going to expand upon this because I did it for class, so why not expand upon it more and see where I can take this, um, especially with the knowledge that I gained at school. So about, I want to say, December of 2016, I opened up K-Designs, just basic, simple T-shirts. Um, I was selling, like, caps, small, simple stuff, and then I would also sprinkle in, like, a bomber jacket or something simple that I would make, but um, it was nothing too strenuous, and, you know, being a first-time business owner or having your foot that first time into business, you don't really know everything, and I took a couple tumbles, I, you know, yeah. and, um, but it set me up for a great comeback because, Two years, I want to say 2018, um, I moved to Maryland, um, and I got back into my business. Um, I started pursuing more uh, business classes, more business courses. I started just 
involving and being intentional about it instead of just hustle, hustle, hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's definitely brought me a far a long way. Um, and today, I can actually say that I'm very proud of where I've come from because now everything that I do sell, I make myself. There's no um, T-shirts or anything like that. If you want a custom trench coat, I can make that for you. So it's it's very rewarding just to see how far I've come in my business and, you know, to just be able to say, this is my baby. Um, I created this. Uh. <laughs> That's beautiful. Um, and I was going to ask you whether or not you had a supplier or were your designs handmade. So what made you decide to make everything handmade? For me, it was more so because it's like everyone who is coming out and wants to be a designer or they want to have a business, especially in fashion, it's all T-shirts. It's all simple stuff. So what is it that I can offer to people that they don't see on a daily basis in the stores or if you go to a boutique um, or if there's something that's in your head that you just can't shake? And you're like, I need to have this made. So that definitely um, drove me to be more hands-on and to make more clothing that was more customer-based versus just, oh, this demographic buys T-shirts. Oh, this demographic. No. So I like to cater to people. And I've realized when you do cater to people, they appreciate you more. Okay. So let's back up just a little bit. What services does your company provide currently? So currently um, I offer consultations. If you have any questions or anything about an outfit or even styling-wise, I can consult you uh, with that. Um, I do alterations, um, custom-tailored clothing as well. So if you have a specific bust size that you can't find a top for, I can make something for you. Whatever it is that you want, I can make. So, okay. So, what is your target? Who is your target audience, and how did you decide to cater to them? <laughs> that's a really good question. Um, my target audience at this point is definitely the is geared more towards young women. Um, I am pushing the boundaries to get more into men's clothing, but at this time, um, it's you know, a little bit on the back burner. As far as the women's clothing, my demographic and my target audience, they're more so young women and middle-aged women who work in corporate or, you know, who (coughs) church. Anything where you just want to feel dressed up, you want to feel your best self. Like, you know, if I put this pair of pants on, like, I know I can step out and just the way that they flow in the air, they'll make me feel amazing. And then, some, like I said, someone may see that, and they're like, oh, I love those pants. I love how they move. And, you know, so um, definitely my demographic is geared more towards the younger, towards young women. Um, and actually, let me say age range, unfortunately, um, from about 25 to, I want to say, 40. Because, you know, everyone doesn't like the same thing. So... You have to get, uh, cater to everyone and what it is that they want. All right. What are some ways that you market your business? Um, so right now, a lot of my marketing is through social media. Um, so Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Um, 
I have started dabbling into the, um, you know, the Google advertisement. Um, it, it's a different level of marketing, I can say, um, and you definitely have to stay on top of it. So um, that is where I'm at right now. I'm trying to perfect the Google marketing. But as far as, um, you know, TikTok and Instagram, whenever we do or whenever I do create something, I do make sure to um, post that up to allow people to see the process and to allow them to see what the end result of the process is. Now, do you have somebody working with you or you just do this all by yourself? I do this all by myself. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yes. And do you um do you work a nine to five as well? Yes, I do. I do. So how do you balance that? Um, to God be the glory, because <laughs> like I said, if He was not in it, I don't think I could balance it. Um, and it it is hard, especially having a family as well. Um, so what I can say is I do try to jot down and journal everything that I can plan for mm-hmm. for the week. Um, you know. Things come up, so you can't make plans for those things. But um, definitely just trying to stay focused. Um, my 9 to 5 definitely <laughs> definitely puts a lot of pressure um, on me not being able to be available for my business. But um, to, like I said, to God be the glory, hopefully some things do move around, you know, <laughs> so I can focus more so on my business. I get it. So tell, take me through a typical day in the life of the owner of K-Designs. Okay. Um. So 4 a.m., we're up. We have morning worship devotion Um. by 5, working out, just trying to get ready for the day. Um, 7 a.m., I'm headed out the door to work. <laughs> and by 5, 5.30, I'm leaving work, um, headed home. Once 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock hits, um, I am home. I've relaxed at that point, but I do take a look at my books and my um, business email just to see if I've gotten any orders. Um, and whatever orders that we are working on or do we do have to start, um, I do my best to prep the night before especially at the beginning of the week. So as the week goes on, I can work on those things. Um, So it's not just like a mad dash. A little progress here, a little progress there. So then when it is time to complete, I don't have too much to worry about. Okay, so what's your turnaround time? Like, okay, say I'm going to this show and I need this fancy dress, right? Or it's my... 30-something birthday <laughs> party, <laughs> and I want this this custom-made K-Designs dress. Um, how long do I have to wait for this dress? So um, my turnaround times for every garment are different because everyone's a different size, and every garment needs different materials. Um, so if you did want a specific dress or something like that, it would probably take about two weeks to three weeks, um, just depending on fit fitting sizes and um, the materials because sometimes uh, I've realized I have to travel out of state for materials and I want to get the best thing that for my customer and what my customer wants. So that does play a part in the turnaround time. Um, just getting the responses from the customer if this is the material they want, if the, this is the rhinestones they want, whatever it is. So um, the turnaround definitely depends on the item and the materials as well. Okay. 
So what if I don't like the outfit? <laughs> and that is okay. That is okay. Um, you know, and this has happened quite a bit, you know. Um when people they don't like the what I've produced for them, you know, I'm more than willing to work with them to see if there's a solution that we can come to, if there's something else that I can make in place of that, or even if I'm like, you know, hey, I'm more than willing to, you know, give you your money back. And then I'll just take what it is that I made and I'll resell it or I'll donate it because mm-hmm. someone could always use it. Mm-hmm. So what are some skills that you have to have working with the public? Mm-hmm. Um, these are Your designs are original, right? Yes. So how what skills did you have to develop to be able to do that and not fold, right? Because this is something you created with your hands is personal. I don't like it. Or, you know, this is ugly. I mean, you, whatever. You never, people are, they say some stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And most definitely, um, (sighs) one skill that I've definitely learned, especially working in retail, you have to have thick skin. Thick skin is the key to a lot Mm -hmm. and empathy. I've realized when you can empathize with people and you can, you know, understand their point of view and understand where it is that they're coming from, things tend to be a lot easier versus when you're like, well, I made this. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) so, like, okay, I understand. That's okay. You don't like it. All right, we can figure something else out. If that doesn't work, we have other solutions, other options. I am okay. It's all right. You know, and... The ego does play a big part because bruised ego is not nice. Mm -mm. But at the same time, you have to take your ego out of it and put forth your best for not just your customer, but for yourself and your brand as well. I like that. I like that. Um, So how do you stay um, up to date on on the industry, on the fashion industry? Mm -hmm. Everything's constantly changing. How do you make sure that you are perfecting your craft? So, um, every Wednesday, I catch up on what is changing in the fashion industry by, you know, I sit down, I have a couple of um, subscriptions to blogs and magazines, and I just, you know, take about two hours, two to three hours every Wednesday and go through them and see what's going on. Um, Social media definitely helps because... Back in 20 or 2005, we didn't have a lot of social media, so fashion wasn't as fast-paced, and you didn't get to see as many ideas. But social media definitely plays a big part um, in opening up your creativity and opening up your mind to the different things that you can do because something that you're saying, oh, I can't do this, but then you see another designer do it, and you're like, oh, I can do this. So um, definitely just taking that time every Wednesday to look at the blogs, look through social media, um, through the sewing networks that I do follow, and even catching up with my old professors, um, that has definitely helped a lot. Um, They have so much knowledge to give and offer, and even when you feel like you're just stuck in that creative rut, Sometimes just talking to someone who also is in that same area of expertise, it helps a lot. I like that every Wednesday thing. I'm going to take that. <laughs> no, seriously, because it, it is a lot. 
Um, how do you make sure that you're not copying or imitating other people's work? Oh, that is very hard. Um, because, like I said, now with social media, everyone is always, well, I came up with this or mm -hmm. I created this. So um, that is a very, very tough area. Um, the only thing I can really say is to just be yourself. Like, you know, I've there have been times where I've created an outfit and I'm like, this looks too much like so-and-so's. So, you know, I'll even take a pair of scissors and I'll just cut a piece off or I'll add an embellishment or something just to make it not theirs. You see the concept, but it's not theirs. Right. Okay. I like that. Um, have you ever turned down a client um, or somebody asked you to make something that you didn't feel comfortable making? Um, share with us a little bit about if you've had that happen and how you handle it. Um, yes, I have definitely had to turn down a few clients. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't, it wasn't because of who they were. It was just where I was at in myself and my confidence in creating what it was that they asked. Um, you know, and when they asked, I thought about it. I, you know, I did take the time to think, and I'm like, you know, after that thought process, I'm like, I don't feel comfortable doing this, but I do know someone who can, so I can give this customer to that next person who I do know is able to create what it is that they're looking for, right. and you know, some of the people, they are a little sad, but I'm like, you know, I know so-and-so can do this for you better than I can, and I would rather you have the better version of it than something mediocre. I get that. And that's very that's very mature of you to do that, because <laughs> people are like, I would just want the money. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> How does your faith play a role in your business? <sighs> it plays a very big role, because... If not for God, there are plenty of times where I can say that I would have given up. Mm. Had I not kept him first or had I not, you know, just taken that time out to say, Lord, what is it that you're trying to show me mm. that I'm not seeing? Because I'm going and I'm going and I'm going, but I'm not seeing the results. So what is it that you're trying to show me or teach me? And especially in fashion, you always have to have that quiet time with the Lord because if you don't, the chaos is is too loud because you have so many things that are an integral part of you because you're not just one cog in the fashion wheel. You, you, if you say you design, you have at least six different hats on your head. Mm -hmm. So it can become very consuming and overwhelming so one thing that i found and i've definitely especially within the last year and a half you know finding peace in the lord just taking that time to just go to my closet and yes Lord, <laughs> and you know things that in my business where i'm like i don't know how i can go about this or how i'm going to be able to handle that bill for that thing or this or that and by the time I go and I speak with the Lord and everything, it's like, okay, mm -hmm. he's not gone. He got it. So it's definitely giving me that let go and let God. 
feeling, that, that space. And I love it. I, I, I just love it. <laughs> okay. Um, what's the greatest challenge that you have faced as a business owner? <sighs> oh. oh, my goodness. The biggest challenge that I have faced would be overcoming my own it's not overcoming my own shyness or my own ability to put myself out there because um I don't I've never really been one to kind of put myself out there so being a business owner you definitely have to set yourself up to be put into the public eye and to um, market yourself so that's definitely one thing that I have struggled with you know hey this is what I do and mm. some people they may say oh no it doesn't but to me that's one thing that I have definitely struggled with and I've grown and I'm happy to say that I have grown in that but you know we all do have those little moments where it takes it eats away at you sometimes um, and you know, even with the creativity, sometimes you're in a rut and that can cause you to become frustrated and you just sometimes feel like you're kind of wandering. But when you do find that thing that brings you back to the creativity, you, you're you fine. Okay. So how many designs would you say that you make a month? Hmm... Ooh. On average, I want to say I can yeah, about five to six. Um, and it definitely depends on what it is, um, because some like I, some garments are more tedious and they require more work than others. Mm -hmm. um, so definitely depending on what it is, about five to six outfits. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right, you have some of those outfits with us. I do, I do. Please uh, bring them <laughs> over and show us. <laughs> did you make what you have on now, the pants? Um, yes, I did make the can pants. Can you come over <laughs> so they can see the pants? <laughs> Let me fix myself. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, but definitely the pants and the coat. You made the coat? Yes, I did. Let Show Which the people way? in the this camera. Way? It probably would make sense for you yeah, to, yeah. Like, yeah. Stand right over here. But yeah. yeah. So, you made the pants. Okay. Yes, period. H&M <laughs> don't have nothing on you. <laughs> and then, uh, this is the trench coat that we recently just made. Wow. That is adorable. Thank you. Y'all see that? You better get your orders in. How can we uh, contact you? So um, I do take orders via Instagram and Facebook, um, as well as my email address. Okay. Um, like I said, we are working on that marketing aspect just to get more um, areas for you to be able to contact directly instead okay. of through social media. Okay, bring the rest over. <laughs> Right here, we have a little jacket. That's cute. A little tool zebra jacket. Something, you know, just to throw on. Just want to throw it's on. Heavy material. Yes. Yeah. 
and I this is something that I've been holding on to because I'm like I have to wear this I don't know where I'm gonna wear it to but nobody can buy this <laughs> <laughs> so you might not want to show it to the people but it's alright because I can make y'all another one <laughs> yes <laughs> um oh I like that and then right here this is a one piece boiler suit. pretty long, a nice pant, um, it ties on the bottom, Okay. so then you have the pockets in the back and the pockets in the front, everything is usable, so if you have a lot going on, <laughs> just stuff some things in the pockets, <laughs> I love pockets, that's <laughs> one of my biggest things, I may need one of them jackets, <laughs> that was, yeah, I like yeah, that, this, ooh, let me take it off here and warm. But, and then, this is the last one. Um, this is another coat that I made. Okay. That's really cute. Yeah. That's really cute. So, do we hear um, a boutique in the future? Um, definitely. A boutique in the future. Most definitely. Um... And that's the thing. I was not big on a boutique. Um, after working retail, I was just like, I'm not going back. I, I can't go back. <laughs> but, you know, you can't chop up every customer experience to just that one or two customers who you've had horrible experiences with. So definitely a boutique coming soon. Okay. Okay. So leave a piece of advice um, to our viewers who are interested in going into the fashion industry or starting their own business. Leave them some advice. My advice for anyone who is looking to go into the fashion industry. Excuse me. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, it would have to be trust yourself. You know what it is that you like. You know what it is. You know what skills that you have to offer. Don't ever second guess yourself. Whatever it is that you know, I can make this or I know I can do it. Put your mind to it. And don't ever give up, no matter what anyone says. Because sometimes people, they don't know what they want. Yeah. So <laughs> you just have to be there to show them what it is that they want or what it is that they're looking for. Um, my advice for anyone who is looking to start their own business or to become an entrepreneur, just go for it. You know, there are so many times in life, especially when I look back on my life and I say, I should have did it or I should have, you know, I should have took taken that leap because it could have gotten me a little bit further here, you know do it because you never know the doors that it could open for you you never know who you may run into um you could run into queen latifah one day just walking down the street and you have your little business and she takes a liking to it so you never know who you'll run into you never know who will support you um and don't ever let no support stop you because there will be people rooting for you mm. always i love it um so do you go to like fashion week and different events and things um yes so i definitely do frequent fashion week i'm a little sad that i could not be there this past week for the spring fashion week but it's all right <laughs> um you know 
I do go to New York every fall for the fashion week. Um, and then I also frequent the Philadelphia and Atlantic City fashion shows out here as well. Okay. Um, I do love the talent that is coming out of Philly with these fashion shows. I love it so much. Um, so much talent here. Um, and I still go back to my alma mater to see the fashion shows that the kids put on as well. Okay, so we're going to be looking for your stuff to be in Fashion Week, right? <laughs> Definitely soon. I just need a little bit more time, maybe a little bit more hands on deck, but soon, most definitely. Okay. Well, Kayla, I have enjoyed talking to you today. You as well. And I'm going to ask you to leave our viewers with a word of prayer. Most definitely. Um, Lord, thank you for this day. We thank you for this um, podcast, for this fellowship to just re renew and refresh. Um, I thank you, God, for everyone who's listening. I thank you, Lord, for everyone who took a piece of advice from what I said today. I just hope that it is and will be a part of their life. They take it and they use it to whatever means they need to. Lord, I just ask you to continue to keep your hands over everyone, to keep everyone covered in your blood. And I just ask you to continue to keep this podcast and to keep working on the goodness that Jessica has here. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Kayla. Thank you. And remember that with God, all things are possible. Don't forget to check out K Designs. <laughs> Get your beautiful coats and your uh, your pants and all the different things. You got something coming up. Make sure you check her out. Be blessed in Jesus' name.